Hey guys, my name's Melissa. Let's talk about some anime. Let's listen. This this wasn't supposed to happen. Clearly, I can't freaking count. Had no idea there was a 25th episode of Classroom of the Elite. So here you are for the actual final season episode recap review. Whatever I'm calling it. I'm so sorry. I'm like just a teensy bit high. I'm going to let you know I may be screaming because this episode infuriated me. So just keep that volume a little on the lower side because I had a lot of feelings about this episode. Okay, but let's just let's jump right into it. Episode 25 begins with um us focusing on Ryu and of all, of all people, you guys know how I feel about him. Um and let me just let, let let's talk about it. So Ibuki goes to see where Ryuin is. She's clearly worried about him after the thrashing that Ayana Koji gave him, rightfully deserved. And she goes to look for him to see what's up. I guess she wanted to make sure he wasn't actually leaving the school, check on him to make sure he's actually physically okay. Don't know why, don't really care. Let's let me jump into why I have issues with Ibuki. Nothing about Ryuin screamed that he cared about this girl. So I don't really understand why she is so gung-ho on sticking with him through thick or thin. As far as I'm concerned, their relationship was literally like superior to an underling. She was basically on a lower level to Albert. And Albert was already clearly whipped by this man. So... I just, I, I don't understand why she went to check on him. I don't like that she went to check on him. I thought Ayana Koji fucking karate chopping her and knocking her ass out might kind of like shake the screws that she had in her head to finally see the light, but it didn't. So clearly she's either digmatized or she's stupid. And I think it's the latter. But she also clearly may possibly, I don't even want to think that they're trying to hint that this girl has feelings for Ryuin. Because he has... Did he not put her hands on her? Did he not do that? Like when they... During the one of the earlier exams in season one. Did she not just kind of play beat up and bruised in the, you know, in the forest? And wasn't the reason why she was beat up and bruised because Ryuin was the one who beat up and bruised her? Like... <clears throat> Am I am I insane? Am I making that up? Did he get some other girls to beat her up? Because I really doubt that because he's not the type of person to not put his hands on a girl. So that's why I'm like, girl, he beat you up. He used you as a pawn. You still haven't seen the light. But whatever. You know what? I have bigger fish to fry when it comes to, you know, digmatized women in this anime. So let's just let's just power through. So Ibuki and Ryuin, they're talking. She found him slouching on a bench. He's all depressed. Ooh, I got beat up. Nobody cares. She she even kicks him, which I will I I applauded. I clapped for that moment because I was like, yes, kick him, beat him up, maybe stab him a little bit. I don't know. But I was happy that she did that. And he kind of just let it happen. He um he let it happen and Ibuki was like you're not yourself you should have easily been able to dodge that you didn't even roll out of the impact so she was like fed up with him she doesn't like seeing him like this and I I felt like this is 
pretty obvious. Like, we knew this was going to be his reaction to Ayana Koji basically laying it out on him. And I expected it. What I don't like is the fact that basically Ayana Koji worked with, you know, his teacher or whomever to destroy the camera footage of everything that happened. And so now, technically, Ryuin isn't expelled. I hate that Ryuin is staying. I hate that Ayana Koji is going to be able to use Ryuin for his own gain. I just, I don't like this. Only because I don't like Ryuin kind of, like, Ryuin's too much of a leader type. Like, I hate the dude. I really, really don't like what he's been doing in the anime. Um, But I... I don't want to see his character fall back into like a follower type role because he he isn't a follower. Like he's made it explicitly clear that he needs to be the best. He needs to be number one. So I don't see him taking kindly to being a pawn to Ayana Koji, especially since that little exchange they had. Ayana Koji, like, he asked Ayana Koji, what do you have planned for me? Because I know, like, you know, you stopped me from getting expelled. So clearly, you ha- you want to use me for something. And the fact that he was just very okay with the fact that Ayana Koji is willing to use him, I didn't like that because it, it seemed so out of character. He's been so strong and proud and, you know, very content with his spot at the top of class c that the fact that he was willing to just kind of roll over and bend to ayana koji's will it's like dude no fuck that don't i just also have a hate boner for ayana koji now i don't i love his character when i say i hate a character it's not that oh i hate him as a character i hate his development i hate everything about him they're not a good written character i hate how good ayana koji is I hate who he is. I hate him as that, but I really love how they portray his character, especially during this final episode. Um, and so let's get to the let let's get to the other dickmatized idiot in the series. Fucking K. So I can't be too mad at K. She is also another character I am extremely happy to have learned more about, especially since I spent the entirety of season one and the first half of season two fucking hating her. I did not like her. I didn't like how she latched herself onto um, Hirata. That was before I knew that they were in a fake relationship or whatever. But I didn't like that she did that. I hated that she challenged um, Chizuru so much. I hated how dumb she was. Like, I just, she seemed like, she screamed all those archetypes that I typically don't like in my girl characters but this anime is doing such a great job of explaining her thought process explaining why she does what she does and and just all around keeping in tune with how she presents herself I like that she hasn't changed for Ayana Koji she's keeping her naive her naiveness. She's keeping her airheadedness. She's not trying to be the smartest girl. She's not trying to adjust how she behaves. She's being herself while trying to learn more about Ayana Koji. And I, I just, I genuinely love her character prog, her character progression. I just hate that Ayana Koji is doing, is using her the way that he's using her. And the sad thing is, Kay is aware that she's being used. She knows this. I feel like she has seen 
she definitely has seen a side of Aya Nakoji none of the other students have been privy to. Nobody else has seen that very harsh, very emotionalist, very like rough exterior of Aya Nakoji. She has seen that and she is still willing to go to bat for this dude, still willing to defend him, still willing to get tortured for him. And it's just the fact that, holy shit, the girl in in her own little way, she's so fucking badass for that. But also, girl, Ayana Koji is not worth all this, girl. He does nothing. He contributes zero things to your life besides literally being tortured in an icebox. Girl, homegirl, please. He ain't worth it. It's just, it's frustrating because I love, I I don't want to say I love them together because I don't love them together. However, I do like their dynamic as, you know, the chess player to the pawn. I, I like how the anime portrays that. I'm not trying to seem like I condone this type of behavior, but I just, I love the portrayal. I got I, I love a good portrayal of like, you know harsh realities like this because there are sinister evil fucking people like Ayana Koji who just use people but you know it's it's nice because in his own weird little way Ayana Koji is helping people he's helping you know Suzune try to be a better sister to her brother and you know he's he's helping Manabu out by telling her to join the student council and he kind of shifted that relationship together. I liked to see them sitting down and actually like having Suzune not necessarily relate or, you know, become best friends with because that was the shortest conversation for him to like basically tell her it will be adequate that you join the student council or whatever the fuck he said. And I, I like that you can tell that it made Suzune a little happier. So I'm happy that that happened, but I don't like how Kiyotaka is going about this. It's just... It's, it's weird. I liked... So let's just focus on the next part. So anyway, these two girls. Ayana Koji, Hirata... Kay and Maya, they all go on a double date together. And <laughs> Kay is obviously jealous. I was actually afraid that they were going to turn this episode into some kind of like, oh, look at Kay, be jealous of Ayana Koji going on this date. And blah, 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 blah. But it did the exact opposite of that. Um, I liked that we saw Ayana Koji in a social setting that he clearly has never kind of navigated in his life before. I enjoyed when he rejected Maya strictly because she doesn't know that this dude is a brutal, conniving piece of shit. She doesn't understand that he only viewed her as a pawn. He only viewed her as, well, will this girl be adequate enough for me to use in my schemes? And once he deemed, mm, no, he was just like, no, girl, I don't fucking like you. I'm kidding. He didn't say it like that. But it's just like, and what's crazy, because, you know, Kay isn't fucking sneaky at all, 
he catches her eavesdropping and she watches, she watched them kind of like, you know, break it off. And she was happy, of course, because, you know, she doesn't want Ayana Koji to be dating anybody. But it sucks because she's, it's just kind of further solidified. She's okay with being used by this boy. She knows he wants to use her. She, she, she's not that dumb. I know she knows this. She sees that she's being like a pawn and he's just sitting there thinking like, now she trusts me. Now she depends on me. That was the moment in the episode where I was extremely pissed off only because like, I, I don't like when evil people use good people. And Kay, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know if there's some shit in her past that's lurking. I feel like we didn't get like confirmation on whether or not she actually bullied that girl from the other class. But like, I just, I, and all in all, Kay seems like a good person and Ayana Koji being an asshole, like plotting and tricking her and doing all this shit for some, for something that I'm not even privy to because they didn't expand on what he's doing at that school in the first place. I hate that this second season took as long as it did to introduce his father and one of the deans of the school, but didn't actually expand on it any further than that. Because now I feel like I'm still confused as to what Ayana Koji's motives are, and I still don't really have a clear look on his, you know, parental situation. Like, we know he has a father. What about his mother? Did he have any siblings? Why was he forced to be in that school? What's up with the white room? Like, I, I wish we had more of that in the last episode. But all in all, I definitely enjoyed it. I officially, like, honestly, Kay is officially my number one girl. I loved her improvements during this entire season. I love where they're going with her character story. Um, Suzune took a back seat this season, especially after that first part. But I'm happy that it took, with them taking, you know... Suzune to the back of the classroom, it means that other classmates were focused on. Remember, he had the study group and he had Maya and we got to see a little bit more of Class C even. So I like that we're giving time for every, you know, classmate within Class D. This is clearly going to be an arc that continues into the sec into the third season, which I did get confirmation that it is. It has been confirmed. We just, you know, don't have a release date, of course. But I'm happy that we're getting a third season because one thing Ayana Koji said, one thing that stuck out was the whole, you know, conversation he had with with um, Ryuan, how Class C is going to descend, it's going to go down to class D. Class D is going to ascend to class C, but they're going to go back to class D if they don't put a stop to Kushida. And so now we're finally going into the full swing of getting Kushida up and out of class D. Because I hate, that's another girl I fucking hate. Between her and Ryuan and Ayana Koji, those three bitches, I hate all three of them, but Kushida gotta go. So I'm happy to see that Ayana Koji and Ryuan may be working together to see her way out. I don't know if Ryuan is actually going to sit down and actually, you know, work with Ayana Koji. I don't know if Ayana Koji can even get Kushida out because the bitch is clearly insane. But I think they have a great setup for season three. I cannot wait 
to get some kind of release date. I, I really don't feel like it's going to come out in 2023, you guys. I don't know why. I feel it in my heart that we're going to get a 2024 release date. And that's going to break my heart. It's going to break me because... I, I fell in love with Classroom of the Elite. I really like it. I wouldn't have taken a chance on the series otherwise. So I have all the TikTok people who recommended it to me to thank for that. And I cannot wait for season three. And this marks the last episode of my recap series for Classroom of the Elite. Thank you so much for the people who joined me. And hopefully we can see some... Um, Maybe we might get some updates for Classroom of the Elite, but now we're going full throttle into the fucking fall season. And you guys, we have Chainsaw Man, we have Bleach, we have Mob Psycho, we have Spy Family. We have everything. Like, everything is coming out this month, and I'm so excited. I cannot wait to watch it, watch everything. I was talking to one of my friends and I mentioned like, how am I going to fit in my reruns of Gintama amongst all of this? And he's like, no, no, no. He hates that I rewatch Gintama all the time, but it's so fucking good. Like, come on. If you haven't watched Gintama, what are you doing with your life? But um, thank you so much, you guys. I have watched episodes one through three of Dress Up Darling. So that episode will be out tonight. I'm sticking to my guns. I will produce this episode tonight so you guys can listen to it. I love the series. It's so freaking good. Um, and go. I have another Gojo to Sim 4 because this Gojo is adorable. I love his fascination with his little dolls. And I cannot wait to talk about it with you guys. But... Once again, this was Melissa. Thank you for talking about anime with me. You can follow me on all my socials, um, Essential Mel, across Spotify, Anchor, Audio Mac, and TikTok. Please feel free to like, follow, subscribe, do what you got to do. Share these videos and this podcast. Your support means the world to me. And I will see you in the next episode.